Oklahoma City. You mentioned something a few minutes ago about the wind coming out of the east. I know when I was living in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, whenever we found out that the wind was coming out of the east, it seemed like it was always a smog alert. Uh, the conditions were perfect. Why was that? Was you have smog have no in the idea. east? Or we something? had a lot of frogs and fog and smog. Frogs? About that one, smog. You had frogs? Frogs, tadpoles. And... All right. Uh, Mayor, can you help me out of this mess that I'm in this morning? Mayor uh, David Brong is here this morning. Good, good morning. Automatically say yes. So go ahead and tell me about the mess. Hey, how about that one? What a test. He passed it with his best. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's hear all the rest. Now let's hear all the rest. So the mayor of Clinton on our program this morning is always always a delight to have the mayor on the program. You enjoy being with us as much as we enjoy having you, you with know, us. You know, I, I honestly this is, I've kind of kind of backed into a, an area that I've always admired. I, I love the radio. I love the broadcasting element of it. And you know, for years uh, that's been something that just kind of been in the back of my mind as as, as a interesting pursuit as something to have been on and and been a either a dj or uh you know someone like that and so i i backed into this when i became mayor you know i've been able to come over and, and be a part of the program which i i've always considered it very valuable and fun and just informative so what's at the top of your list to talk about this morning well i i'm you know i'm kind of your designated uh uh, half glass full guy, uh, and um, I see myself in, as a mayor uh, in uh, to be a realist, but at the same time to try to provide a reason for people to feel e- extremely good about where Clinton's going. And uh, planning our way there has been, you know, uh, the plan of mine over the last seven years, and. Um, and there are th- good things that happen that you haven't planned for, but like I've, I, I liked it when it said that really luck is uh, you prepare for luck. Uh, you prepare for things that you had not necessarily uh, anticipated that can be good things, but your community needs to be in a position to be able to receive them. So the combination of planning and good fortune uh, is, is, is turning Clinton, I think, slowly into not an identical uh, community that it was in the first half of the 20th century or the through the almost well through the 70s and 80s but uh, rediscovering ourselves uh, you know our assets our economic engine why we ever were created as a community a hundred years ago right where we were in the hub city and the geography and I just think that we're doing things slowly but surely, either tearing down to build up uh, or uh, waiting for a new highway project, which will be the most historical highway, rural highway project, certainly in western Oklahoma's history, but um, at least from an expenditure standpoint, but also what it's going to yield for Clinton. Uh, as being back on the interstate here, and Mustafa and I were talking about that, uh, we have the good fortune to have brought in a city manager, Robert Johnston, who has uh, was given the charge three years ago and say, hey, uh, in 2024, in November, we've got to write a check for $6 million and uh, see Done what deal. you can do about that. And, and, and Robert has done just an absolutely amazing job with our budget. Uh, and is working us through it, and, and we seem to be online in 2024 for you know being able to extract that kind of money just out of the budget. 
uh, for the Oklahoma Department of Transportation. You know that we it's our part. You know, Weatherford has to do that. I mean, the other communities, you know, a percentage of whatever is done within the community. And so uh, we're excited about that. And, of course, the elephant in the room last year and a half has been our hospital. And I never, ever, ever, there was never a moment where the hospital wasn't going to continue to exist in Clinton. But we had to go through some, we had to ride the, through the gauntlet and, and experience things that none of us had ever experienced before. Uh, in terms of health care and health providers and and uh, have been on a learning curve, but always dedicated to trying to take the, the correct path and hold the line. And I think we're being vindicated at this point uh, from a leadership standpoint. We're, we're emerging um, into a beautiful time, I think, in the next couple of months where you'll see Clinton Regional Hospital reopening. And uh, we're in a position to be bigger and better in health care. So that uh, that tentative date at least set. A couple that's weeks said ago, by the October that's said the by a guy named Mike Thomas, who we hired, uh, who is uh, a consultant and a guy that really knows what he's doing, uh, background wise, with the federal government and with the state of, uh, of Oklahoma and the health department, and has been a, a tremendous asset here in the last uh, few months. And we're just uh, putting all the loose ends together and overcoming some unnecessary, past unnecessary uh, uh, errors that have occurred outside of our anything we could do anything about. But we have survived, and we're going to just uh, be back, and um, our employees are being regrouped. So that's the elephant in the room that has uh, obviously distracted me and uh, any anyone else in leadership uh, away from other th- other things that are really building in Clinton. And uh, so, you know, we're we're excited about the future. Uh, it's it's an interesting process to try to. Uh, so do you see the uh, reconfigure you, when when Alliance pulled out, you um, had um, you took that, in essence, over with the, the uh, board. That's a trust of the we, we reconstituted our trust authority, uh, which, you know, we changed the. Uh, it was a subtle change, but it was it's it's a it's a significant change from the '70s and backwards. Our uh, our board, you know, I'm I'm on the council and I'm I'm chairman of the Clinton Hospital Authority by virtue of me being on the council, and the councilmen are members of that particular authority. But that authority then created uh, uh, the hospital board. And it's a five-member board, uh, and its doctors have chosen uh, the doctor representative, which is a brand-new concept, to actually have a physician on the hospital board. And they, they're appointed by the city council or by the, 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 uh, our hospital authority. But after that, they have almost exclusive control of uh, determining the day-to-day operations. Uh, You're talking about the board itself. The board itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ken Baker is the chairman of that board, and um, um, uh, Kevin Walters and uh, Kelly Cornell um, and Chris Jones, and then uh, Dr. Blackburn, and they have the the responsibility now to more than they used to to make some clear cut decisions. Now there are there you know there's a line in the sand where they cannot. And at the hospital uh, without, you know, higher authority or, you know, that goes back to the city council. But uh, it's an extremely I think it's a great it's it's a great model uh, to move forward uh, efficiently with uh, 
understand that there's so many miles that's supposed to exist between hospitals that can do certain things. And 35 we have, miles. It's what now? 35. So how do we play into that? Is that something we're going to have to reapply for to get that uh, distinction, or do we come back in the same way? No, we're... I think we come back. But as I, I, you know, I'm on a learning curve, too. But the federal government, 80% of the revenue, I'm sure it's this way with Weatherford. I'm sure it's this way with Ilk City and most hospitals in Oklahoma. 80% of the revenue is Medicare Medicaid. And when we were unsuccessful in having our Medicare license transferred back to the city of Clinton, then we had to, like, start over again with the federal government. And we have some people in our corners, uh, Congressman Lucas, but Sir S- Senator Langford, they've been working tirelessly to, to create a smooth transition back. But there are some, um, there are some points where... For instance, we have to operate, and I think if you read that article in the Clinton Daily News, you have to operate for over two weeks or three weeks in a hospital mode and prove, satisfy the federal government that, you know, you know what you're doing. And it's in one. It's sad in one sense. I mean, we had the same structure that has been known what it was doing, you know, for forever. Yeah, forever. Uh, but it's as if you didn't ever exist. So we're learning. It's a learning curve, and um, and the community, and you know, from an educational standpoint, if you want to see a structure, how healthcare actually structures up, this is the time to look at what's going on at Clinton Regional Hospital. Very good. We're going to take a quick break. Our guest on the program today is Mayor David Brong from the city of Clinton. We'll be back with more as we continue right after this. It's time for your health check with Weatherford Regional Hospital. As summer quickly winds down, the back-to-school season is upon us. Now is an important time to remind our children, as well as ourselves, how hand hygiene affects us all and how developing specific practices and habits can help prevent the spread of seasonal illnesses. Washing your hands is one of the most effective ways to prevent the spread of germs. Follow these five steps every time. Wet your hands with clean water and apply soap. Lather by rubbing your hands together. Wash for at least 20 seconds. Need a timer? Hum the happy birthday song from the beginning to end twice. Rinse your hands well under clean water and dry using a clean towel. If soap and water are not readily available, you can use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. Apply the gel product to the palm of one hand and rub your hands together to cover all the surfaces of your hands and fingers until your hands are dry. This should take around 20 seconds. This has been Your Health Check, brought to you by Weatherford Regional Hospital. For me, college is about figuring out who I am and how I can make an impact in the world. That's why I picked SWASU. Quality academics with 100 fields of study, tons of clubs to choose from, sports, and a tight-knit community that cares about my success. Affordable, safe, friendly. It really does feel like a home away from home. My voice matters here, and so will yours. Learn more at swasu.edu. Weatherford Sarah. Briley Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Taxes, taxes, and more taxes. Hello, this is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton, and if you hate taxes now, I promise you will hate them even more in retirement. If all your retirement assets are tied up in traditional 401ks or traditional IRAs, buckle up because you've created what we call a retirement tax bomb. Tax evasion is what sends you to prison. 
but legal tax avoidance can permanently disinherit Uncle Sam, allowing you to spend more money and leave tax-free assets to the heirs of your estate. If you're tired of paying taxes and ready to do something about it, call me, Briley Baca, a certified financial planner professional here in western Oklahoma, and we can start strategizing on how we can help you have a tax-free retirement. 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. Pepsi Zero Sugar has taken its flavor to the next level. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good, but we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test. Starting with me. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best zero sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like. Pepsi is delivered locally by the Nicholson family at Pepsi of Clinton. 724 Mayor David Brong, our guest on the program. And uh, morning. And Mustafa Simi here with us as we're talking about the city of Clinton. The hospital going to open up uh, soon, hopefully around the 30th of October. Yeah. A big deal for Clinton and western Oklahoma because it's been somewhat of a burden on the Weatherford and Elk City hospitals to help fill the gap. It's been an unnecessary burden. And and so uh, that was something that was set up. Of course, it was a very strident. Uh, law that uh, the 35 mile law and as long and that's why they went ahead and and shut our hospital down and it put an enormous strain uh, on um, Weatherford and, and Cordell um, and and Elk City but Weatherford really took the lion's share. What uh, else is going on in the city that you want to bring to our attention this morning? Well, we're excited about we're going to be the uh, uh, moving. Uh, closer to becoming the new center, law enforcement center, uh, uh, bigger than just the Highway Patrol Center, but uh, that and OSBI and that sort of thing. And it it comes um, not without uh, uh, people, a certain amount of uh, oh, disappointment. I'm one of them that, um, you know, we wanted to kill two birds with one stone. We wanted to save the Glancy property for uh, Route 66 uh, enhancement. And the kind of things that uh, now the sign is being is is never going to be in question, and we're looking at all sorts of interesting ideas like neon parks and um, you know things to really enhance the past. But um, we've worked for years now to try to develop it back into a nostalgic. Um, a Route 66 uh, bed and breakfast or something like that. Went through, you know, a huge proposal that was withdrawn. Um, so it's been it's been a, a lot of people working tirelessly and trying to get all sorts of outside help um, to entice investors in. And that has not worked. Uh, and then up to the point where um, the state of Oklahoma stepped in just really out of the blue and said this is where we want to build a three million dollar facility and um you know i look at it like you have people that um are measuring this i i this may not be a great example but um if 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 a family loves a person that's sick and let's say that's the glancy and they're on life and the and is on life support and there there comes a point where some people that love that that person as much as the other in the family, but they separate and they say, we're going to need to end this life support. 
and it's not from trying it's not anything else it's this it's this example in the glancy and and the, and the decisions that have had to be made there are those that have been involved now with the, the with this thing that we love uh, that um, have decided that you know for all the reasons it's time to to go another direction and there are people still in Clinton that do not have not come to that point and so it's it's it, it, no one is a point, not loving Clinton or not loving the the the, the history and also that what Route 66 means, you know, to Clinton and for his tourism. It's just one of those two-edged swords. It's one of those things that you know conundrums you can't really get around. Uh, but uh, onward and upward, we're excited about it. And I think the general rank and file uh, community member is very excited about having the Highway Patrol. How soon will that be? Any timetable on that lawsuit? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm just going through the city manager, but I, and they're working out the details with, um, you know, with the state. But I think it should be relatively quick. I mean, you know, certainly in the next I'd in think, our lifetime. I think the money's been appropriated for that. I think Anthony wants oh, no, help the, on well, that. That's no, the, the money's been appropriated, and, and that, of course, was a big key. And then we're working on the documents to solidify the agreement and that sort of thing. And um, so we're. We should see something, I think, in the next few months. So the bottom line is the Glancy Motel, as such, is going to be gone. And in place of that will be this brand-new state-of-the-art That's right. uh, Highway Patrol headquarters. That is correct. Yeah, and then the, and then we'll be relocating. Uh, we have a new – and I know Weatherford has one, uh, and I'm sure Oak City. But we have, a, of course, a Centennial Commission, uh, Route 66 Centennial Commission that is meeting. And uh, and looking at the next you know two two and a half years of planning uh, on what Clinton how Clinton's going to contribute you know to enhancing Route 66. Of course, we have that wonderful state museum, uh, but there are lots of ideas that are percolating, and I'm sure that uh, we will be doing our thing and and taking the Glancy sign, but also uh, many other uh, things in Clinton and enhancing them around our Route 66. Uh, you know, situation. I mean, Clay Rogers Park is just an absolute um, marvel, uh, and it's being redone, and, and we're getting grants and, and and doing a whole lot of things there too. So. Um, it's one uh, of the few things that we have still left in Clinton that we can maintain as part of our history. Or our yeah, past. and actually use it, and actually, yeah, yes. and actually, you know, actually, actually use it. Um, so. What what's new for that? I mean, we're getting that part. What else are we going to do to the park? Well, they've already gotten a seventy thousand dollar grant. They hadn't spent the money yet on, and and they're going to direct that completely at the amphitheater, completely redo it back to. We we'll get the water problems. Well, the water fixed. problems are there are an issue of infrastructure issues. It, the, the engineering, you know, we hired a we had a, got a grant ninety thousand dollar grant, and they came out and engineers took the whole park including that what you're talking about the water right. but, but uh, all the uh, OSHA uh, or not OSHA but the health uh, care handicap uh, everything that needs to be changed has been drawn out and mapped out and then we have a path program uh, walking path walking trail program um, and then we're looking at an, an enormous historic grant that uh, should uh, help us kind of detail some of these things like the paths and, and that sort of thing that will really I think make it's going to make that park even brighter and better, uh, you know, over the next few years. 
Good. So, so uh, there was some vandalism out at Acme. Uh, yes, I know that. They I, announced that at the city council meeting. We had a story over the weekend. No, that was pathetic. Uh, you know, that that's a, such a wonderful facility. 700 people worked together and built it 20 years ago. And and it has been a just, you know, kind of a, our little eighth wonder of the world uh, in terms of what we provide for family activities and children. And, um, yeah, so, you know, that's just a part of what living. Happened? Well, I, I I I just know what I I read, but there was vandalism during the night, and um, cut some of the wood and uh, destroyed some things to where they've made they 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 just marked it off. And now we're going to have to take a deep breath and see how do you how do you fix that, and then uh, how do you actually you know do what we need to do to was it uh, was it damage to the uh, oh swing sets and. That's the this really nice. Yeah, it's all wood. All wood. Yeah, yeah uh, the whole the whole thing's wood. The whole thing's vulnerable from that standpoint. Do we have uh, cameras out there? You know what? I I don't. They they indicated in the story that there was, but they were fuzzy. You couldn't see. You couldn't see what was going on. They they think it happened in the middle of the evening, in the middle of the night, like you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. So that's just you know a part of all our lives. It's not, but you know it is a problem. It doesn't. Everywhere, it's it's a problem. It's a problem. As long as you have humans, if we did not have humans, I never understood why somebody. My dad used to talk about that. Why does somebody shoot a stop sign? You know, and and destroy a stop sign. I mean, uh, or why do they go out to the park and destroy property? Yeah, it's just crazy. But anyway, we're out of time. Thank you for being on the program. <laughs> well, it's been a wonderful scene, both of you. Get God bless here, right? you, uh, Tiny Tim. Yes, my son. God bless you. <laughs> Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.